White House. Family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book, Morning and Evening. Um, and I give God the glory, praise, and honor for you. Because I know you're doing it from your heart. You don't have to do it. This is the podcast. This is episode number 603. And by the way, it's so good to be before God and before you this morning. Uh, Technically, I'm told I should not be here today. Because as you age and you do this kind of work, what I call the being on work, where you are on trying to help people and people are pulling on you, issue, uh, if you would allow me to say, comes out of you because people are depending on you and they, they, they pull on you in a way and you're on it's not a it doesn't feel like a pressure or a stress to me but doctors say it is stress and stress can kill you and so as I was saying it is so good anyhow to be before God today serving him and it is so good to be here before you when I say that I really mean that it is a joy beyond what I can express to you and I I guess I have to say Sunday mornings and Sunday I think all preachers would agree even though they may preach like me every day Sunday mornings is, is, is special. Sunday is special. There's something, there's something about Sunday. Oh my soul. I don't know what it is, but there's something about Sunday. Spurgeon has us at John 15:19 from the Word of God. Probably um one of the only, one of the few pastors preachers of all time who can take one verse and get a hundred pages out of it for he was blessed with the mother load of anointing The Word of God says, If ye were of the world, the world would love his own. How about you? Does the world love you, Pastor? Huh? You think getting all of the rewards from the world makes you something great in God's sight? Not so. 
But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. That includes your family. They will hate you if you are chosen by God out of this world. Your friends will hate you. And, and listen to me very carefully. I've told you this before. Let me say it again to you. You can try to fit in all you want to. They're going to know. They can smell, if you will, they can smell Jesus in you. They can sense that Jesus is in you. And they will hate you no matter how much. See, so let me say this to you people. No matter how much. People, how much you will try to fit in, people will know what you are about. And they can detect whether or not you're a hypocrite. A person who proclaims uh, salvation, who claims salvation rather, but, but they, they, people can tell whether or not you're a hypocrite. Some of you women out there, do you know that a man can tell whether you're down or not? Whether your Christianity is real or not. There, there are some men who know that you're not really saved and you, you'll do just like any other lost woman. If he can get you alone. Willingly. And there are women who can tell whether or not you're the real deal. You can't fool God and you can't fool people. You may fool some of the people some of the time because they're... Uh, they are not discerning, but uh, there are some people, even lost people, can tell whether or not you're the real deal. Or if you're a hypocrite. And Dr. Spurgeon goes on, here is distinguishing grace and discriminating regard. Go ahead, Spurgeon. For some are made the special objects of divine affection. Do not be afraid to dwell upon this high doctrine of election. When your mind is most heavy and depressed, you will find it to be a bottle of richest cordial. Those who doubt the doctrines of grace Or who cast them into the shade, miss the richest clusters of Eshcol. Go ahead, Dr. Spurgeon. They lose the wines on the lees, well refined, the fat things full of marrow. There is no balm in Gilead comparable or comparable to it. If the honey in Jonathan's wood when but touched enlighten the eyes this is honey which will enlighten your heart to love and learn the mysteries of the kingdom of god my 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 eat and fear not a surfeit live upon this choice dainty and fear not that it will be too delicate a diet. Meat from the king's table will hurt none of his courtiers. Desire to have your mind enlarged. 
that you may comprehend more and more the eternal, everlasting, discriminating love of Almighty God. When you have mounted as high as election, tarry on its sister mount, the covenant of grace. Covenant engagements are the munitions of stupendous rock behind which we lie entrenched. Covenant engagements with the surety Christ Jesus are the quiet resting places of trembling spirits. His oath, his covenant, his blood support me in the raging flood. When every earthly prop gives way, this still is all my strength and stay. Amen. If Jesus undertook to bring me to glory, and if the Heavenly Father promised that he would give me to the Son to be a part of the infinite reward of the travail of his soul, then my soul till God himself shall be unfaithful till Jesus shall cease to be unfaithful till Jesus cease to be the truth thou art safe Spurgeon you got me a little bit turned around on that part when David danced before the ark he told McCall that election made him do so Come, my soul, exalt before the God of grace, and leap for joy of heart. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, as he did, here is how you can be saved from the hell to come and walk with the Lord morning and evening in this life until you go to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty there is a punishment for sin, always. The Holy Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Third, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now. If you have never trusted, if you have never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you have never received his free gift, of salvation, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Why? Because he loves us. And he wants to save us from that awful place so that we can go to heaven when we die.
Jesus Christ said in one sermon in Matthew 18.8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and uh, whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, hell is bad news, dear friend. But I have some good news for you. You don't have to go to hell when you die. You can go to heaven. For Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that includes you, that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe that he died for your sins, he suffered, he bled, and he died for your sins and for mine. And for everybody in the world, he was buried and he rose from the dead by the power of God for you so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will save you. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So, dear friend, if you want to trust Christ as your Savior today so that you can avoid going to hell and go to heaven when you die, pray this simple prayer with me called the Sinner's Prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins and today I choose to turn from my sins with your help. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me was buried and rose on the third day. I do believe with all of my heart 
on the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past. Help me to turn from my evil life and to follow you in the new life. Lord Jesus, for it is in your name I pray. Amen. Dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.